Welcome everyone to Dardashat. Dardashat in Aramaic is a talk show. And we have built a community through Twins Tours from all over the world and build friendships. It's all about relationships. And today we have with us a special guest. Her name is Lori Ann, and she is part of the community and part of the Aramaic course that she learned with me. So I will do an interview with her and we get to know her more better. And welcome, Lori Ann. How are you today? Thank you. I am well. Safro Brico is morning for us. Safro Brico. This is, by the way, Aramaic. Safro, morning. Brico is blessed. Blessed morning. Safro Brico, Lori Ann. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I just want you to share a little bit about yourself and where you are from. I am from Clarksville, Tennessee. It is very north in Tennessee. It's very close to the Kentucky state line. And we're about 45 minutes from Nashville. A lot of people know Nashville, our um, capital. Great. And what church you attend? I attend Hilldale Baptist Church. Our pastor, Larry Robertson, led a group of us to Israel um, just before COVID changed the world. And we really got there just not long before that. And I will tell you, in all honesty, that trip yeah. changed my life. That trip changed my life. That's great. That's great. Hey, can you share with us a little bit about your calling in life? What's your passion and how God did your testimony? How did God call you to be a strong believer? Well, I was very, very fortunate. My parents are Christians. I was raised in a Christian home. We even went to private schools when we lived in Dallas, Texas. I was a young girl at the time, and we didn't know a whole lot about the public school system. We had moved from the north, and my parents put us in private schools. And so Bible was a subject that you would take, just like math or English or something else. And so I was able to learn and grow as a child and learn about God and learn the stories and, and things. However, after coming to Israel, a lot of those stories used to be a black and white. <laughs> they became color <laughs> after I came, those stories that I had grown with, grown up with. I, I know that God has worked so many ways in my life, and I feel so fortunate because I am a sinner saved by grace. Amen. Amen. And I loved your group when I was here, and I loved Pastor Larry's heart. He is so special, and he is a very strong, strong, strong believer. So, and he is very relational, and he is very, he has a big heart, Pastor Larry. So, I remember this group very well. And, like, uh, what was the most uh, site? I know there were so many sites, you visited so many places. What is the most place that touched your heart, and why? I really think that there are three. I've thought about this quite a bit. One thing is when we stayed in Tehran, we visited and worshiped with the congregation. And I am telling you, one night we were singing, our God is an awesome God. And we were singing in our language, the, there were 20 of us. And then we could hear the same song, you know, being sung. And literally the hair on my arms just kind of stood up. So I was having a physical reaction. 
just probably three or four months before my trip, my only sibling, my brother had passed away. So that was still very raw on me. And all I could think of was, is this what it's like in heaven? Is this what he's experiencing right now? He's hearing just like I am. He's hearing all of these voices that are praising God, but they're in a different language. And that thought just kept running through my head. And I think that's why the hair on my arms the was standing bumps, up. Because, yeah. yeah, I was getting a physical reaction. The other thing that meant so much to me was the garden tomb visit. And I was looking so forward to that moment. But I will be really, really transparent with you. I had no idea that the tears would absolutely flow down my face it wasn't like no they were here and i could wipe them no they were just flowing even to the point where my pastor said brianne are you okay and i was like mm -hmm, i think so and so that was an absolute incredible moment and then the third one is when we went to the jordan river and when you talked about my pastor being such a personable and and strong leader a neat thing with us is we've been friends actually since I was a teenager, 13 years old when I met him. We lived in the same small town, not Clarksville, where we live now. And so for us to reconnect was really neat. When he baptized me in the river, it's just like a family member. And I'd been baptized before. This was just sort of a renewal, a, a, an opportunity to you know, share the waters, which many people want to do. This waters where Jesus was baptized, where he set that example for us. And so those three things just really stood out in, in my mind. There were others, of course, but those would certainly be the top three. Great. Thank you for sharing about this experience. How did you like the teachings that me and Tony has done during the tour, going back to the Aramaic and Jewish roots? Can you share with us about it? I loved that one day we were in a synagogue, for example, and you all, oh, you opened up your Bible. You had a little Bible that you carried around in your back pocket. It was so great. And you would pull it out and open it and you would connect the dots. Like you would read something from exactly where we were. You know, when we were in that synagogue, you were reading exactly. And so it was sort of like, you know, everything coming into color for you. Like, oh, you could just picture things and see things. The teaching was phenomenal. There was time to explore things that we wanted to explore, but there was also rich knowledge and background that you all provided for us to help us understand where we were and what the significance was. So you are by profession, as I understood, a teacher, correct? I am. I can barely believe that I'm finishing my 26th year. <laughs> and at the same school, they haven't booted me wow. out yet. <laughs> So you taught a lot of generations. A lot. I'm actually, at this time, I actually do have children of former students. And that's, to be honest, that's a neat thing. When you get to go that second generation, that's pretty neat. So can you tell us what do you teach? I teach English. Right now I teach 11th grade. Our school has grades 9 through 12. And in my career, I've taught every single grade level, but I've been teaching English the last three years. Excuse me, English 3 the last three years. Great, Lori. And, and also you got a, a course to learn Aramaic. Was it hard for you to learn and keep learning because Aramaic is a hard language? Share us a little bit. Lorianne, about your experience with the Aramaic course as a teacher. Well, as a teacher, I, I hope that by now I've learned, I hope some good teaching skills and techniques and can recognize them when I see them. And I can tell you that the, the way that you presented this to us 
for me as a teacher was absolutely on on point, perfectly done. You would share with us and 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 we had opportunity to print things ahead if we wanted to. We almost had it kind of reminded me when you're in elementary school in America and you have like this little um paper that's that you know got the little lines on it and you're learning how to write things, you know. And, and, and we would have those so that we could learn to write the different letters. And also you would write with us very slowly and you would use a pen and you would sort of say, you're going to go down and you're going to make a little mountain or whatever it was you told us to do. But you would demonstrate it for us. And we had the chance to try it ourselves with you. As a matter of fact, we muted our sounds during the time that you were teaching. But I'm sure I wasn't the only one that was actually talking on my end knowing no knowing i wasn't disturbing people but if you said for example um um the olaf you know then that's what i was saying <laughs> you know olaf because we know that that when we're processing information that we need not just to hear it but to put an action to it and we were able to put action by saying it and by writing it and so that was sinking it in and yes it was challenging but it was broken down into a point that you could do it we'd have three, four, maybe five letters, just depending on how they were, you know, broken down, but it was a manageable amount that you could do. And then you would also go back over them with us the next week and review the ones that we'd already learned. And so we were always in good shape of learning. So I can say as a Westerner, what it was not hard for you to learn a new language, Aramaic, or because you're a teacher, you were able to absorb a new language. It was certainly challenging, but I've always believed that we grow the most when we go outside our comfort zone. And so this took me outside the comfort zone, but it did it in, again, a manageable way. And it was not an easy language, but I never felt intimidated or just felt, oh, I can't do it or I can't. Also, because the, um, the lessons were recorded you really were free on your own to go back and forth if you felt like, hey, I kind of need to go back to that. I need to see that again. I need to hear that again. You were really able to manage your own learning and your own growth. I thought Great. that was strong. Great. There are people hearing this uh, interview through podcasts, through YouTube, and through many platforms. Do you recommend this course for Westerners, especially if they want to seek the truth, they want to understand the original language of Jesus Christ? Do you recommend this course and what you Absolutely. tell the people about it? Very highly recommend. I, I, I feel that it sort of brought me even closer uh, to, to Christ, just kind of knowing this language and knowing, sort of like I shared that water in the Jordan River. Now I've sort of shared this, this language and, and I know everybody has their own way of praying. And most Christians, we pray periodically throughout the day, you know, but it seems like for a lot of people that you have kind of a, a big prayer, you know, like, you know, this is when I'm going to settle down. And my goal had been to say, I want to learn these words so that before I start my own personal big prayer, you know, the yeah. time where I go over everything with God, everything that happened that day, like he didn't know, you know, everything that I went through. And and, and I wanted to be able to start it by saying, you know, I wanted to be able to, to have that beginning and for it to just flow from my mouth the same way our father who art in heaven flew. I wanted it to be able to just flow right from my mouth. And it would just be that private time, you know, just God and me, but, but that I would be able to speak as his son spoke. 
Great. What was the reaction of your families or friends or church members when they heard that you are learning Aramaic? They said that, are you weird? Or what was their reaction? They were very excited for me. They also thought it was quite challenging. They were out, but I explained to them, no, Andre is teaching us. He is doing it at a wonderful pace. We are getting it. As a matter of fact, in our class that we had, we had a gentleman that I have known since I was eight years old, back to those Dallas days. He was the headmaster at our private school and he was my mother's you know, boss and all because she taught there. And it was really neat because we've obviously stayed connected and things. And when I told my friend that I was taking this class, she is the one who signed her father up for it. And, and so as a result for that whole eight weeks, every single week I would get to see I call him Dr. James. His name is Dr. Masters, but I call him Dr. James. And I would get to see, we'd kind of wave at each other, you know. And then sometimes we'd call each other on the phone afterwards, you know, and or a little later we talk about what we had done. And he also has been in education, you know, his entire life. He's he is retired and he sang the praises of the way this course was taught. He of all people would know, you know, what is good teaching, you know, what is and he was just so so happy with the way it all went so he studied all, hard too. <laughs> yes so all of that had helped you spiritually and the key yes. was when you came to a trip with pastor larry to the holy land so that yeah. opened a different perspective a deeper perspective of understanding scripture yeah. so that was the trigger because of your trip right that was absolutely the trigger because of my trip I feel like we did this trip in 2019, as I said, just a little before COVID. And, and I feel like that here we are in 2022 and I'm still being impacted by the trip. You know, wow. I mean, why am I here right now? You know, why, why did I take this? So the trip was such an impact for me. It, I know I've always heard people say, oh, it changes your life. You know, no, it really does change your life. I, I came, I went to Israel as somebody and I came back as a different person. Without oh, a that's doubt. a great experience and now just to tell you Lori and groups are coming back and we're starting to have groups from March and April and May so things are picking up and tourists is coming back to the country so would you come another time to Israel 100 percent you said that uh, people are coming back you know a lot of us have social media pages and I have a Facebook page and I've got a couple of friends who are in Israel right now and every picture they put up I'm, i look you know to see oh did i go did i go there did we know that and i can tell they're also having the time of their life <laughs> yes i would come back absolutely that's great that's great so um, any suggestions any recommendations about what's next courses you like to have or to study as a teacher what is in your mind what do you like because i'm starting now something new and reading the New Testament from the original Aramaic to translate it to English. Is this something interesting for you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think that I'll ever be 100% fluent in it. Just like I'm also a signer. I, I went to Washington. I went to Gallaudet University, you know, and I, I'm not a fluent signer, but I don't, and I don't think I'll be a fluent in Aramaic, but I certainly know enough sign language that I can get through you know to communicate and that's how i feel about aramaic is i know enough that i can look and say oh look at that that's the beth that's beth that's that letter you know i can recognize the letters 
I have to think about it a little bit. I can't read them quite as quickly as I read, you know, obviously, right. but, but, but I can still recognize things. And I always liked how near the end of our sessions of our lessons, you would always go over things with us and you would sort of circle the letters that we'd gone over. You know, you'd go over like the Lord's Prayer. Say, oh, do you see that? There it is. There's, you know, Olaf, there's, and then we would, oh, yeah. and then you started thinking, well, goodness, I know a little more of this than I thought I did, you know, because you really were recognizing those. So yes, I would take this study. I would take another study. I guess if I had something to do differently, I guess I would strongly encourage some of my friends to take it with me. <laughs> and that's something I didn't do. I mentioned it to a couple of people and a couple of people were kind of like, oh, I don't know. It's going to be eight weeks. You know, I don't know if I could commit to that, you know, da, 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 da. And, and I didn't, you know, push them. And I think probably now I would say, listen, even eight weeks. Yes, it is hard to commit to that. But here's the beauty of it. If for some reason I'd had to miss a week, which I didn't want to, nobody goes into something thinking I'll miss. It was recorded for me. So I could go back and see what I'd missed. So I didn't really have to commit to those full eight weeks and say, well, I'll be, have to be there. As a matter of fact, as it turned out, I did have to miss the very last week. We had had to change our date and I was actually in school. But believe it or not, my kids were at a point that particular day, not every day, that they didn't have my, you know, have to have my 100% undivided attention. And so I was able to have my computer up. I was able to interact with the class. Sometimes, you know, I had to have my mute or I had to, you know, put my picture up or something when I was doing that. But my students, I thought it was an example for them to say, goodness, you know, Dr. Williams, she's, you know, she is a doctorate and she's still learning. You know, that's what I wanted them to see. I'm, I'm in a public school, so I certainly couldn't press real hard on, you know, what we were learning, what we were doing, you know, <laughs> couldn't press too hard on that in a public school. But, but I, I wanted them to know that, hey, I'm still learning. I'm in that learning curve and, and I want you to see that. So I was even able to take my computer a little before class started and I was able to kind of walk around you know with it, you know we're showing the kids and they were all saying Safro Brico you know because I told them that 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 was Aramaic and I thought that was a good example to model for them that hey you know you may be a teacher for 26 years and you know you may have a, a advanced degree that, that that's doesn't mean a thing it means you're still learning you are still learning and still growing and that's what I wanted them to see that day I wanted them to know you know, that I had put those eight weeks into the class and, and how much I had enjoyed the learning. I wanted them to see learning for fun, you know, not just learning for, because, I mean, we didn't have a grade, we didn't have anything in this class, you know, but, but I think every single person in the class was motivated to learn. Exactly. And we got to know each other because you would let us come on a little bit early in the morning. And we were all, you know, chatty, chatty, chatty. And we found out, oh, she lives in Brownsville, Texas, and they live in, you know, wherever. And we found out where everybody was from. And honestly, you, it might sound silly, but you kind of look forward to seeing those folks, you know, the next week. Yeah. You're like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, because also I love the reaction of all the kids in class. And I love <laughs> hearing them speaking Aramaic. That, that is probably they went back to their parents. They said to their moms and dads, we spoke Aramaic in that class. They had so much uh, enthusiastic in doing yeah. that. So that was really fun. Thank you for doing that. That, that and, was fun for them. <laughs> yeah. And as you said, they see their teachers still learning. Yeah, learning is right. for life and life right. is for that's learning. And right. also you said a very important point, connecting with the class with the people with the students yeah. 
because everything is about relationship. Everything is about communities. Everything is about uh, not the individual, like in the Western way of thinking. So to instores in Dardashat in Aramaic, what we are trying, our vision, yes, to spread the Aramaic teachings to the Western church to understand the heart and the mind of Jesus, but also to build the community. And we see this is happening. We are building a community of people relational together. And through that community, revelation takes place of the word of God. Through learning Aramaic, through connecting on the platform, walkingtheholyland.com, there is connection with the body of Christ from the East. And people will understand deeper the heart and the mind of the first century Jesus. And the most speak for me was, Lorianne, when I taught you how to write Jesus' name in Aramaic. Oh, that was amazing. That Yeshua, was amazing. Yeshua Mshiho. That was Yeshua amazing. Yeshua yes. And then you, and you had us write our own names as well, right at the Correct. end. We held them up and showed them. And you were just mentioning relationships. I don't, I don't even think I had told you this before. There are several from that class that we have already added each other as friends on our social media. Uh, seriously, I'm not kidding. Right. And we didn't, we didn't know each other at all from it. And there are already a couple of us that were already, you know, we've added each other. And now we're kind of, you know, when we see little comments and so we like, we like them or love them or whatever, you know. And so we're still able even though we're not in class together we're still able to have that relationship and then it really would not surprise me again to see some of those folks in class again in the future right it really would not surprise me at all to hear a new class come up and say oh i'm gonna take that and then to go oh there's so and so there's so and so you know because i think people want to take these classes again right I think and i just want to encourage you there are so many people ask me so many questions from scripture that they open my eyes just to do another course and yes. to start reading the New Testament from yes. Aramaic and translate it to English and go through all the idioms and all the parables. I know this is a very long project, but there will be once a month a Zoom free. And it's, this course will start actually from tomorrow and it will be recorded too and it will be for free reading the new testament from the original aramaic the pshita and i will translate it to english so people by that will understand the meaning of the scripture from its original context because many people from the course were sending me emails till now they're sending me emails what does this mean so i i was overwhelmed to answer all these emails so the idea came to me from the Holy Spirit to start this new course of reading the original scripture from the Aramaic and translate it to English and speak about the culture, the custom and the context and the history, all about it. We're starting from the book of Matthew and this is a long-term project to the end to Revelation, but I'm going it once a month, every Thursday, 7 p.m. Israel systematically and we'll see how the Lord will carry us through this. And actually, I did not choose to do that. I saw the direction of God for yes. me to do this teaching. Yes. 
he opened the door. He absolutely opened the door and said, Andre, this is what you need to do. I believe that totally. Yeah, and many people will hear this podcast and many people will join because all the links will be in the description below and many people will join and it's totally free just to build a community to understand the authentic words or phrases that Jesus spoke from his own mouth to the disciples. Is that exciting? Oh my goodness, yes, very exciting. And you brought something else up. You talked about the history and the culture. As we were learning in our class each week, you also shared parts. And sometimes we would watch a short video clip. There might even be a, a dance or some music or some different things. And, and again, we were able to take ourselves out of our own comfort zone and see something different, something that we didn't know. And you would explain to us what they were doing and you know why they were doing it, what was happening. And there was always a little bit of historical context as well as learning the language. And you asked me earlier, what do I teach? And I teach English. And before I teach a short story or something, I have to, you know, explain the, the, the context, you know, what's going on, the setting, where we are. So that, that, and that's exactly what you did. You gave us, you know, those settings and, and made, helped us to make those connections. Very interesting. We loved listening to the music too that you shared with us. That was great. Great. And if you hear this podcast too, in the future also you can go to the website walkingtheholyland.com and go down to the online courses and click there and you still can buy this course of learning the lord's prayer in aramaic reading and writing the aramaic alphabets eight lessons each lesson is one hour and you can enjoy it so much. And then after taking this course, you can follow us in reading the New Testament in the original Aramaic. Lori Ann. I highly I'm, recommend that. I'm so thankful for you. You were one of the Thank top you. students. I was impressed Thank many you. times because I know it's a hard language, but at least you have an idea. You recognize the letters. Now, when you go walk into a museum or you see ancient uh, literature, you can recognize the Aramaic right. there. Absolutely can. I absolutely can because of your teaching. I absolutely can. It was, a, it was an outstanding course. I'm so glad that I did it. I'm so glad that I never regretted it. I never got up on a Saturday morning. Oh, you have your class. That's not how it was. It was like, oh, you have your class today. I mean, it was always an exciting time and you could feel the enthusiasm of the other students too you know you could just feel it that they were ready that they wanted to learn some of them would have questions and things you know that they'd already written out and so once you're in that you know success sort of breeds success and so you could feel that people were were becoming successful and they kept wanting to learn more and more yes there was a steady uh, amount of people coming to the course all the people who registered to the course I was impressed, were committed to the end yes. because in my mindset, I said, maybe half of them will not continue or maybe one third will stay to the end. Actually, all of them stayed from the beginning yes. till the end of the course because I believe that they were so excited to learn the depth of scripture. They were so much excited to learn the meaning of each alphabet and the levels and the layers of each word in Aramaic. So that's what made them. They were serious students too. 
very, very. And you were very patient with us, as we learned. You know, you, there was a lot of patience. You, you, you made us feel successful as we were going through. You know, we weren't intimidated. I never felt like, oh, I just cannot do this. I never felt that way. I always felt like, yes, I could do this. You know, you're always very encouraging to us as we were learning. We, we felt that. We definitely felt that. Thank you, Lori. And this is so encouraging to hear about. And thank you for this uh, brilliant interview. And thank you for your time. And uh, we're going to continue pray for you and pray for your family. And we're going to continue to pray for your church. And uh, we're going to continue to see you because this is a community. And uh, it's great that we build this relationship with you. Do you like to share one last thing uh, for uh, Twin Stores? and a word of encouragement or something you see in us that you want to tell the world about it, anything on your heart to share. I, I really, really encourage you, if you ever get the opportunity to go to Israel and be a part of one of these tours, I, I can tell you genuinely, it will change your life. It will change your heart. You will never be the same again. You truly won't. And, and I, I, here I am just a couple of years later, and I'm still learning and it's still impacting me today. And I, I feel like that's what's going to continue happening. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm, we're having a passion play at our church for Easter. And, and I'm going to get to play a role where I'm, I'm near the tomb. And I was telling Andre, I was telling you this earlier. I was saying, all I got to do is take myself back there in my mind. And, you know, I can get those, you know, those tears that I've no need for the, I, they'll be genuine tears, all I've got to do, because again, that was just such a life-changing experience. I know right now with COVID, people are still afraid to, to travel a lot, even though, you know, things are opening back up, and you have to follow your own comfort zone on that, but when you are ready and you feel comfortable, if you ever get a chance to go to Israel, please strongly consider talk, talking to these gentlemen with Twin Tours, you will be you will be blessed, you'll be enriched, and your life will be a different life when you come back. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you, Lori, and so much. And God bless your heart. Bless you.